Hello and welcome to the Becoming Your Highest Self podcast. I'm your host, Macy Renee, and we are going on a journey together, my friend. If you've been looking for a podcast geared towards your growth, self-awareness, navigating your brain's daily mind drama, and deep inner work to become your highest and best self, you are in the perfect place. Let's get started. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Becoming Your Highest Self Podcast. My name is Macy Renee, and if you're a returning listener, welcome back. And if you're new here, welcome to the podcast. I have been MIA for the last almost three weeks because our computer broke, and it's the only computer that we have that has all of my podcasting equipment downloaded. And it had a problem with not only the charger, but the battery. So one day I was finishing up some work and the computer stopped turning on. (laughs) And then we had to go get it fixed. But because it's an older laptop, they had to order the parts, which took forever. It was just a whole process. I've been eagerly waiting to get back to you and get back to the podcast because I've really missed it. It's given me some anxiety having two weekends off from podcasting because I actually do enjoy coming up with new episodes and I kept thinking, oh, what if people are waiting and checking every single week and I'm not here? <laughs> so hopefully, um, You guys are doing good. It gave you some time to catch up on any episodes that maybe you've missed. I know some of you all are all caught up and wait every week so consistently, and I appreciate you. So before we get started on today's topic, I can't even talk. It's been two weeks, and I'm losing my skills. Um, But before we get started on today's topic, I would like to ask that if you have listened to podcast episodes here that you love that you leave a written review if you haven't already and that we do something fun and anytime you're listening to becoming your highest self podcast take a snapshot and post it on instagram on your story share it with your friends tag me so that i can see what episode you're listening to that would be so much fun So in the two weeks that I haven't been here, I have also started a new program called Depth, which maybe you heard on previous episodes. I think that I discussed it and it's all about the chakras. Well, we're two weeks into that, um, going into week three. And actually, we're into week three. I think we're going into week four. So with that being said, I've noticed some patterns that are coming up with the women that are in that program. And what I really want to talk to you guys about today is the resistance to be vulnerable. It's a big thing that keeps coming up, not only in just depth, but my one-on-one coaching with my clients as well. So I think that it's something important to talk about. Now, on an episode that's much older, we talked about how vulnerability is very difficult for us because vulnerability is basically the equivalent of standing on a stage, but naked, And standing there, knowing that people are looking at you, seeing you as you are, and possibly having judgments, thoughts, and feelings about it. Now, what makes it hard to be vulnerable is that fear 
of us being with our own feelings because of it. So the getting on the stage and being butt naked, which can you imagine? Oh my God. I I have given this example to some of my clients. (laughs) I have the weirdest analogies in my coaching, but I just try to make it as real as possible. It's, I'm like, Imagine if you were naked on a stage and there are like 50,000 people in an arena and they're all looking at you. It's actually your unwillingness to feel the feelings as the reason why a lot of people wouldn't do that, right? I mean, of course, there's beliefs like modesty and you just don't do that. You can't be doing that, you know? But aside from those things, if I were to tell you to be super vulnerable or even just stand on stage and share five minutes of yourself, you know, if we don't do the elaborate analogy, a lot of people would have a very hard time doing that because they're afraid of what people are thinking, what people would say, how they would be treated, all the above. And so what it comes down to, the real... I guess pain, pain, painful experience that you can have in that moment is having to sit with your feelings of feeling like you're being judged or feeling the pain of maybe someone in the audience shouting something about you and your looks and your appearance and somebody else in the audience, you know, maybe cheering you on. But then there's another part of the audience that is calling out all the things that they don't agree with or the things that make them uncomfortable and when we're not able to sit with our own feelings it blocks the piece of us that is willing to be vulnerable and so outside of this ginormous example the way that this has been coming up for my clients in the depth program and also in one-on-one coaching is the unwillingness to speak their truth and be vulnerable in what they're feeling with other people in their life because it feels incredibly scary to show up as who they are because they're afraid of being judged or they're afraid of feeling negative emotion like rejection. Think about how you feel when you feel rejected or think about how you feel when you feel or when you're dismissed. It's never good. And so if we anticipate pain in any situation that we're going to put ourselves in, we oftentimes won't put ourselves in those vulnerable situations, even if it is us expressing our truest form. Now, why is this an important topic? It's important because we've been focusing on the sacral chakra, which is all about your uh, energy center with creativity, sexuality, intimacy, pleasure, your ability to be vulnerable and raw and in your feminine energy. And for a lot of women, this is blocked. And when it's blocked, what it looks like is feeling like you have to control everything feeling like you're not getting enough help from your partner. If your partner is helping you, it feels like they're not doing it right. They're not doing it the way that you would do it. It could be discomfort in your body, your discomfort, like you're uncomfortable in your weight, you're uncomfortable in your body in general. You just don't feel like you look the way that you want to look and so you kind of shame yourself as far as your body. It shows up in a lot of different ways and I actually made a post about this a couple of days ago and I had so many people say, you know, this is me. I feel like I need to be in control of everything. I feel like I have a hard time 
asking for help. I feel like when I do get help, it's not what I would do. So then I'm more frustrated. I don't get enough self-care in my life. I don't, you know, I don't allow people to nurture and take care of me. I'm not really interested in any kind of intimacy or nurturing from a partner or anybody else. And so if you can relate to any of these things and you tend to feel this way, that means that you are falling into a very masculine energy. Now, masculine energy serves us really well, which I've talked about in the difference between feminine versus masculine energy in a previous podcast. Masculine energy can serve us really well to get things done, to fix it, to do it, to like show up in a boss role in our work or if you need to get lunches ready for school in the morning so it does serve us and we all have a balance of masculine and feminine both men and women but for women when we're in this masculine role all the time we don't allow ourselves to really be fully present fully vulnerable fully in our body so being in your sacral feminine energy is really the ability to be in your body and feel your feelings. So what I would love to ask you and for for you to think about on your own is do I allow myself to feel my feelings? Do I allow myself to cry when I feel the need to cry? Do I feel like I have to bottle up my emotions? Do I feel like it's safe to be me and myself? Do I ask for help before I'm exhausted? Do I allow help even if the help isn't exactly the way that I would do it? Or do I feel like I have to be in control all the time? Now, the lack of being able to step into our feminine energy and that controlling piece is often for that safety we want to feel. But what we don't realize is that we would feel a lot of safety if we embraced our feminine energy more and more. And so there's a big disconnect here with a lot of women wanting to be in their feminine energy and allow more help and feel more um, soft and taken care of and get what they need. But there's this uh, fear of, well, in order to do that, I would have to release that control and I would have to be more vulnerable and I'd have to express more of what I'm feeling. And you're correct. That is a little bit of what it takes. But what it also takes is addressing any kind of trauma from your past and really healing any wounds that you have, any old programming that you have. And so because I've seen that this is a big thing that just keeps showing up, this weekend in particular, I spent time getting into my own feminine energy. So I had this desire to like work all weekend and be productive all weekend. I shouldn't say the desire, but it was more so like this nagging thought process, like you should be working, you should be doing something productive. But my body, my intuitive wisdom, which is also part of the sacral feminine energy, is like you need to take care of you. You need to take it slow. If you need to sleep and you have the time to sleep, then sleep. If you need to rest and you have the time to rest, then rest. Like there's nothing that you need to be doing. For me personally, that I have built into my business, right? So um, for anybody who doesn't know or if you're new here, I am a self-mastery life coach. And I coach women 
on building up their own skills. So a lot of what you hear on this podcast, but it all revolves around your own self-awareness, mastering your mind, mastering your energy, and mastering your emotional intelligence. And when you can master those three things, you have a profound amount of self-awareness to where you can navigate the world and do the inner healing work and just understand other people at a much deeper level. You're not as triggered by things. You've healed a lot of your old patterns. You you step into your highest self. So that's what I do as a coach. And I've designed my schedule to be, you know, working one-on-one with my clients or in my programs Mondays through Wednesdays, um, Monday through Wednesdays. And then I have good amount of free time and flexibility Thursday through Sunday. Now I'm doing other things in my business, like working on programs or getting into my creative energy or, um, spending time, you know, with family or loved ones and, and whatever else I need to do. But sometimes there's this nagging piece of me that's like, you should be doing more. You should be doing more. You should be doing more. And it's a very masculine energy to have that you just always should be doing, 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 and you can't sit still. And a part of the reason that that comes up is because once you finally do sit still, you're flooded with your emotions. You're flooded with things that sometimes are easier to buffer out. And so if you have listened to one or both of the buffering episodes, buffering is when you like fill your time being busy. Okay. And you're filling it with distractions like being on social media, watching excessive TV, scrolling the internet, working out excessively, um, overeating, over drinking, indulging and in shopping online, all of the things, anything that you can become addicted to, right? And it kind of is this under the radar addiction that we aren't really aware of until someone brings our attention to it, um, like I do for a lot of my clients. And they realize that instead of being with themselves and feeling safe enough to be in their feminine energy and in their vulnerability, that they often mask it with busy buffering tasks. And so with all of this being said, I have realized like in the last few weeks, especially that this is a big thing. So I am working on a program called Sacral. You are the first people to hear about it and it's getting ready to start. I'm going to be launching it soon. If you're on social media, you'll see me launching it. I was working on the worksheets associated with it today and it'll be six weeks and it's going to help you step more out of your masculine and step more into your feminine energy. So if you feel like you're a control freak, if you have a hard time being nurtured, if you're not really interested in intimacy um, or you're interested but you don't really feel like you're present, it's kind of like, "Mm, when's it going to be over? This is more for my partner, not for me. And you know, the kids, like I'm worried about a million and other things to do, I'm not really interested or whatever it is, then I encourage you to follow me on social media if you're not already and just keep an eye out for the different things that are going to drop about this program. And here's the thing about our sacral energy too. It's our intuitive wisdom. So the way that our sacral communicates with us is it's a hell yes or a hell no. There's none of this confusion. So when you see something, kind of like if you're on Amazon and you see something you want to buy, it's either a hell yes or a hell no. And you'll scroll through and you'll scroll through and you'll see the thing. You're like, oh oh my God, I've got to buy it. Like that's a sacral yes. Okay. You didn't have to think about it. You were just like, oh, my body said yes. It was a full bodied yes. Yes, I'm buying it. It's in the Amazon cart. Same thing with the sacral no, right? If you see something and it's a no, it's a no. And so trust your inner wisdom. If you see things about this program and your soul, your gut says, yes, I need to do that. 
part of stepping into that feminine energy and vulnerability and really owning it is listening to your sacral. And so we're going to actually dive into this and we're going to deconstruct kind of things that patterns that you have, thought processes that you have through journal work. Um, It's going to be three one-on-one coaching calls with me and three group coaching calls. Um, That's so far what I've got as far as the program goes. And so I think it'll be nice because you'll be in a space with other women, which encourages vulnerability and being seen. And that's wonderful for the sacral. It's creating a safe space for everybody to step into their power. But it also gives you the opportunity to be vulnerable one-on-one and, you know, open up in that regard as well. So I'm really excited about this. And if, like I said, you see stuff about it and you decide, hmm, that's a hell yes for me. It's a full-bodied yes. I, I want to do that. I need that in my life. Then make sure that you, you know, keep in touch with all of the announcements and the signups and all of that good stuff because there will likely be a pre-sale price as well. So you guys, vulnerability may feel like a super difficult thing, but it always, always is worth it because at the end of the day, it will lead to such breakthroughs and freedoms mentally and emotionally and even physically, energetically. It's so, so, so important to get to a place where you feel like you can be in your truth and remember that whenever you hold back from being vulnerable and being seen in your truth, you're just bracing for negative emotion. You're anticipating negative emotion, which means you're in a place where you don't want to feel it. And a part of being really in tune with your body is knowing that it's safe to feel your emotions. It's safe to be with yourself. And it's a really important skill that we as women have to step more and more and more into in order to heal the things from our past that don't really feel good. And in order to be in that feminine role so that our partners can step up and do their role and help to nurture us and give us more of what we're wanting and desiring and needing. So I hope that this episode was helpful to you and I have missed you guys. I'm excited to be back. It's very possible you may find that I release a few back-to-back episodes and maybe not even wait until next week to launch the next one just because I have missed you guys so much. But either way, I look forward to getting to talk to you guys again. So have an amazing week and I'll see you later. Hey girl, did you know there's a place for you to continue this work outside of the podcast? Well, there is, and it's called Becoming Her. This is my online and ongoing coaching container for self-mastery. Everything takes place online and is the best value for your investment if you're wanting to work with me. This is for women that want to create lasting change by learning how to master themselves, their energy, their mindset, and how to do the deep inner work. It's a growing community where you're supported for life with live online trainings, access to all previously recorded content, and two one-on-one coaching calls with me per month. It's an investment where you can rest assured you'll have everything you need at your fingertips and where there's one primary goal, becoming your highest self. If this has been something you're looking for, join us and be a part of the growth. You can find out more information on MacyRenee.com.